Foodies Rock with Leslie Chesterman on Show 97.7. An expert's guide for what to put in your mouth and where to do it. At 10 past 7. Good morning, Leslie. Good morning, Terry. Up north, are we relaxing, looking at the lake? We are up north. Yes, I, I like to you. get away from my children, uh, <laughs> running, screaming, uh, leaving the house behind me on fire every once in a while. And uh, hopefully I come home and they haven't trashed the place. But, uh, Good for you. No, I would leave for a couple of days and come back for a couple of days. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we're so close to the Laurentians. That yeah. People go to the townships. It's nice to get out of the town. I have to ask you, I, I think it was on Instagram, I saw some kind of tart, some kind of tart pie thing, and yes. it, and it, 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 it looks so delicious. Was it filled with, it, was it cheese and something else? No, it was filled with cherries, blueberries, and raspberries. Oh, for so God's we, so sake. It's called the clefouti, which is usually not made as a pie. It's usually this kind of freeform thing, like a big, it's actually crepe mix that you pour, very, very French, clefouti, and... Most of them, mm-hmm. to be honest, are absolutely horrible. And I once went to a picnic in France, and they pulled out the clefouti, and it was covered in ants. <laughs> and they they just kind of shushed them away off the top of the clefouti. And I'm like, not so fast. Not so fast. Yes. And the clefouti is also terrible, because most of the time they leave the pits <laughs> in the cherries. So you ruin your dental work eating the clefouti. <laughs> so I, I tried to make a clefouti where, you know, you're not, that you, you don't hate it in advance. Yeah, you know, um, and it, it is delicious. The no, the the I just I just I brought up your Instagram account while you were describing the Clifudi. It's the Bet Assege. Oh, that's a different thing. Okay, yeah, what what is, is that? Okay, I've well, never that, heard of that before. Now that is insane. That yeah, is insane. That is a that is a little tort with puff pastry. I think that came. I bought in the early days of COVID. Right. Opiate Cushion immediately started doing takeout. <laughs> And I bought this little tort. Uh, you know, I don't. It wasn't even that expensive considering what's in there. And it has foie gras and this beta chagrin cheese, which is <laughs> oh, like man. the best cheese, <laughs> like foie gras and cheese. And my freezer broke down the other day, and I found it at the back of the freezer. So I immediately kind of baked it, <laughs> and it, it, it was it was like Caligula in a pie. You know, I got to say. <laughs> well, that's that's intense. au pied cochon. Hey, that that's that restaurant. Everything they do in a restaurant. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah, so and that's uh, why we love them. That's yeah, yeah, absolutely. So you wanted to talk foodie headlines this morning. I, my curiosity is piqued. Okay, well, you remember like Letterman used to do headlines, yes, like crazy headlines. So here I am up in you know Lakeville up here listening to the loons last night, thinking, what am I going to talk about? Show and I'm reading these headlines on Eater.com, which is the big food website in the States, and they also have a page for the Montreal restaurant scene. And I'm reading the headlines, I'm like, these headlines are hilarious. Like, even if you don't know what the story is, the headline is crazy, okay? So I can start with the first one. We, these are all a big deal going on right now in the food world. I mean, there's a whole COVID world, things bleak, you know, everything. And then there's the food world, okay? Number one, why the internet is blowing up about L.A.'s most famous jam maker, Okay. Okay. There's a woman called Jessica Coslo who has a very famous restaurant called Squirrel in L.A. And she got caught like that all of her jam had like mold over the top. Ugh. And she was just telling her employees to just scrape off the mold. Everything's Aye. okay. Ah, okay. Come on. This is the scandal of the week. And it is pretty raunchy because, you know, if you find mold on the top of your jam, yes, you can just scrape it off, off the bread, just slice it off there. But according to some scientists who looked into this situation, the mold actually goes right down into the jam. Hey. So she's been serving. She's like famous for her jam, and it's moldy. 
Okay? Oh, gosh. This is a big thing in the food world. Number two, I don't know if you've seen this, but this has been everywhere. How cakes in disguise got out of hand. Yes, have I have. <laughs> I've seen them. Yeah. Uh, it looks like there's a like dead rat, and you cut it open, yeah. and it's a cake. Yeah, it looks like a, a Doritos pickle. bag. Yeah. They, a Doritos bag. And yeah. I've seen it like a school bag, a computer. <laughs> it's all a cake. That, this is another big thing. This is what we've gone into. Uh, number three, this is kind of an interesting thing that comes back all the time. It's no longer illegal to serve foie gras in California. It was oh. illegal uh, and then this was overturned, so the foie gras people are all excited. This is a big deal in the States. Here, it's yeah. everywhere. You know, it's yeah. in my beta cigar thing. But um, it, can't, it still can't be made there, and it has to be sold by a third party. So it's still con- there are all these rules, but that's a big foodie headline this week. Right, right. Um, this one I thought was funny. White Castle is testing out a robot line cook called Flippy. Oh, boy. Okay, so like... People who don't know, White Castle are these junky little hamburgers, which apparently are addictive. They are. They're delicious, by the way. I can imagine. Yeah. And somebody made White Castle hamburgers on a donut at one point. (laughs) Not that I would mind that, but they were like Krispy Kreme donuts, so that's kind of bad. And so now they're trying... They're changing their line cooks over to have robots. And, oh, boy. You know, it's funny because these things start, and then robot line cooks have been happening for a while, I think, in Japan. And then these are jobs being eliminated. I mean, yep. they're not great jobs, but they're student jobs. They're the people who need these jobs. And then everything uh, being, you know, replaced by robots. I went to a winemaker in France, and they had robots putting the bottles in um, in boxes. Wow. And everything was being, you know, robotized, and yep. they were that they they a huge wine place. They had sixty employees, and all the other work was being done by robots. Wow! So this is a big thing. Um, this one, okay, here is a headline: Everything you need to know about picnics, according to picnic professionals. <laughs> like, where do I sign up for yeah, that? Yeah, is job? that a job? Can I? Is that a job? A picnic? And I read per- the article, and there it's it's about. How to choose the best baskets, cooler strategies, and blankets. Okay, cooler <laughs> strategies. There are uh, that. I shouldn't laugh because there are strategies for coolers. Having been camping, yeah. like don't leave them in the sun. Okay, but like picnic professionals. Come on. Well, I why no? I'm just like really. This is what we come to. Number six. There is a nut glut in the U.S. because of all these people with nut milks. They've grown so many nut trees. That they are, the, the, there's so many nuts in the U.S. right now. The branches are breaking as we speak because there's so many nuts on them. So expect walnuts, almonds, and pecans to drop about 25 percent in price. Wow! You know, if I read that he- headline, there are so many nuts in the U.S. right now. I would have thought of something else. <laughs> <laughs> I would have thought a different kind of nut myself. Yeah, yeah. Exactly with what's going on. Yeah. Now here's another good Burger King USA debut debuting. A new Whopper made from cows whose diets produce 33% less methane emissions, yeah. which could be translated to Burger King USA debuting a new Whopper made from cows who fart less. <laughs> yep. Because that's what's killing, that is what's causing the methane emissions, let's yeah. be honest. Mm-hmm. So now they've, what are they giving them, like, less beans? What yeah. They're yeah, giving I'm, them food that's making changing, them. Yeah, they've changed their diet or apparently or something. Less stomach aches. Yeah. Uh, we're coming to the end. Johnny Walker Scotch will be sold in paper bottles in yeah, we, 2021. Yeah, we were just talking about that, and I was saying, Leslie, that 
Scotch drinkers are, are, are pretty particular. I don't know if they're going to be happy with a, a paper bottle. I know. Yeah. Well, they say it's, t- it's cut down on plastic waste, which is great, yeah. but uh, Johnny yeah. Walker, I guess the Johnny Walker Red Label is also available in a plastic bottle besides glass. Right. Uh, but I think the glass will maintain, but even Pepsi will follow, which is good. But I'm trying to imagine how you keep the bubbles in a plastic, in a in a paper bottle. We'll see yeah. early 2021. Uh, we're down to the last two. Chipotle testing new cauliflower rice as a healthier option. Okay. Cauliflower rice. And, um, you know, that's, I, I'm not against that because cauliflower rice is quite good. And mm-hmm. I find that, you know, too much rice, you start to feel a little yep. like one of those cows, you know, who, um, <laughs> with the methane problem. At number 10, which is kind of a bittersweet headline, it's the 20 year anniversary of Anthony Bourdain's Kitchen Confidential. Oh, he uh, wrote it when he was 43 years old in the spring of 2000. And, of course, for those uh, we all know, Anthony Bourdain, of course, passed away a little over two years ago, and he's missed every day since. And uh, if you haven't read Kitchen Confidential, oh it is still pertinent. It is still great. Yeah. It is still a great read. Yeah, you know what? It's, as you were telling me that story, I was thinking to myself, Leslie, that that's another book I think I have to read again. You know? Yeah. There aren't many books he would read a second and third time. That's a book I would read a second and third time. Yeah, yeah, I, great I book. I think all of his books were just uh, yeah. And it's so. And you know, I'll tell you. Years ago, I interviewed Jamie Oliver, and it's very uh, people don't really know that he's dyslexic. He had a really hard time at school, Jamie Oliver, and he told me the at that point. This was about ten, fifteen years ago. He told me the only book he ever read in his life was Kitchen Confidential. Wow. And he said it took him a long time because he had such a hard time reading, but he the only book he ever read. And I thought that was incredibly touching. So, and he loved yeah. it. So, nice, um, nice tribute. Yeah. Yeah, right. yeah. Lake is quiet this morning, I bet, eh? It must the be beautiful. are on fire, I'll yeah. tell you. Norman, Norman, the loons. <laughs> yes, yes, our golden pond. Exactly. All right. Well, you enjoy every minute of that, Leslie. Thank and we'll you, ta- We'll talk to you next Wednesday. All Thanks right. for checking care, in. Everybody. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. Coming up to 721.